what's going on guys uh first off before i say anything else uh me and casey are on the road right now we just got back i know you guys just heard that you guys had to have heard <laughs> that bump in the road but um we just got back from a grueling hoop session yeah uh casey did pretty well today yeah. i did very bad uh <laughs> not true very true but um <laughs> lots of turnovers today guys oh hey hey what's better than playing a little pickup basketball with with the bros you know that's that's what i always say yeah it uh it's definitely when when things aren't going so well in the week that's something i look forward to for sure get my mind off of stuff you know basketball is good for the soul that's corny i don't care facts. whatever it's facts though so but with that said uh Sorry for cutting you off, but with that said, welcome everybody to another edition of the Point Four Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the most important thing for a point guard. Um, point guard position is uh, is a position that me and Casey both feel strongly about, um, and I mean, of course, the point guard is essential the game of basketball they're the ones that facilitate so uh yeah let's uh let's get straight into it yeah i mean i want to get it right off the bat i just want to say i feel like a true pure point guard is a dying art at the moment like we don't have as many of them uh, you know as before you got you know that are truly good at playing the point guard position now before we get into too much, me and Lee kind of have the same view on when we're judging point, different point guards and different abilities and stuff. And that's in, we're strictly judging them as a point guard. So just remember that as we're talking about certain players. We're not necessarily saying that a player is a you know a better player than the other when we're saying they're or a better we're, we're not even point saying guard. that a, a player is a bad player. Right. They just don't fulfill, they may not fulfill that point guard position and how we view it. Exactly. Know? Which, if a team plays that way, you know, that's that's the team. It still works out. But we just want to focus mainly on that point guard position. It was, if any of you followed the Instagram or anything, it was a recent post of ours that we posted, what is the most important thing for point guards? I'm just going to rattle through this list real quick. So you basically had the options of either A, shooting, B, passing, C, ball handling, D, defense, E, IQ, and F, footwork. So, we definitely got floods of comments saying IQ. I agree with that 100%. Is exactly what I was hoping to see. We got a lot of passing, obviously, uh, and a lot of footwork I saw on there as well. A decent amount of ball handling. I feel like a lot of people that say ball handling, though, are just focused on the fact that they've watched a lot of point guards that have great uh, ball handling for handling for instance the big names Chris Paul uh, Kyrie and Steph Curry all have phenomenal ball hand, uh, handles so I feel like that's where people get that idea I'm sorry but to me that's not an absolute must because honestly ball handling other than like your center position is pretty crucial with every position mm. I mean shooting guard it's just as crucial to have good handles I mean you know what I mean so you know what I'll say to that though I think a championship point guard is a point guard with that's able ha- that's able to handle the ball oh, for sure. very well. For which, sure. If, I mean, for example, is already the names that you brought up, such as Kai, um, such as Chris Paul, such as Steph. I mean, only 
two of those out of the three has won a championship, but of course, Chris Paul is championship caliber. Just yeah. so happens that ball handling is part of his arsenal, and he's one of the greatest to ever do it, you know? He's had some tough luck when it comes to winning championships, too. Like, he honestly has been close. Yeah. <laughs> a couple times, and unfortunately. Chris Paul, and we should probably get this off before anybody gets too upset. Chris Paul is both me and Lee, one of me and Lee's favorite players, so just to get that straight if you hear a lot of Chris Paul talk that's yeah yeah I like him a lot to me (laughs) to me um everybody knows that I probably have said it in every podcast up until now (laughs) Russell Westbrook I messed up his name (laughs) this is the first time I messed up something but (laughs) Russell Westbrook is my favorite uh favorite player in the NBA he's a point guard but I believe the best point guard in the NBA today is Chris Paul he uh he fills that position so so greatly he's he's one of the only true point guards i really feel is left in the nba um he has everything on this list by the way yeah every single one he's a great shooter remember that just two seasons ago he had the exact same three-point percentage as curry did obviously he didn't take as many but still the same they both shot 41 percent, i believe it was He's a great passer, obviously. Probably one of the best in the league right now. As far as point guards go, he's one of the best defending point guards. Exactly. And we know he's an amazing, phenomenal ball handler. He's got incredible IQ. That's what he's mostly well-known for, I'd say, is he's got one of the best IQs in the league, if not the best. And then he's got great footwork, too. So he's got every single thing that's on this list. Obviously, the list is... All these things are important and good traits to have, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to narrow down what would be the most important. We already gave it away that both of us think it's the IQ. It's the ability to run the floor, yeah, basically. Yeah, that vision, man. That, that's, that, to me, is the most unique part of the point guard's job. Right. Being able to know where someone's going to go, where they want it, when, when something's going to happen, how, how are things. Just, I mean, they don't know that for sure. No one knows that for sure. But just having that assumption and... You know, there's a strong chance that that's true. I mean, man, it's just... It's amazing what a a, a pure point guard can do, you know? A a really good point guard is like a really good quarterback on a football team. I know nothing about football, so I can't (laughs) add to that. (laughs) He's calling the shots. You know, he's he's making the plays up. He's executing the play. That's what a quarterback's job is. So, that's exactly what a good... uh, a good point guard is supposed to do, which ironically enough for the Rockets, both Chris Paul and James Harden are really well at doing that. James Harden is a great passer. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I think James Harden sees the floor very well, too. So, but, uh, yeah, so definitely, I mean, it's without a question for both of us. It's IQ that's the most important. Uh, Just... I guess off the top of your head, name three of them that you would say really stick out as having a really good IQ. And this is funny because we kind of already talked about this not so long ago. Not on the podcast, but me and Casey, just uh, we're talking in uh, the three that I'm going to bring up that we talked about is uh, number one, Chris Paul. Uh, Number two. uh, That number two, I'm going to say that that number two spot should go to definitely not Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio would be my third. Okay. 
number two. Who was the second one that we were talking about? We were talking about Rondo. Going to Rondo. Oh, man, yeah. And Rondo's shooting got so much better while he was on the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I, I think I talked about that last week, maybe. I'm not sure. But um, got so much better. Uh, He's a really good player. He he was a big part of their success more than I think he gets any credit for. Yeah. And not um, just not just floor general. Not just making the the offense move, but also being a part of the offense. Yep. Know? I mean that is being a part of the offense, but you get what I'm saying. He yeah. He he shot like I had already said. You know, he he was he was driving in and he was getting it offensively. Um, he did very well, very yeah, very well. He did and. A good point guard should make everyone around him better. Right. And I feel like both Chris Paul and Ray John Rondo are huge for that. Ricky Rubio is just kind of more like a, I, I see him as more a guy that plays the point guard, the true point guard position more. Uh-huh. I, I'm not necessarily saying he's on the elite level. Like, he's not on the same level as Chris Paul. And, uh, and I think why that is is because he doesn't have uh, great defense – Right. He, he's not a great ball handler. Um, he has good IQ, but... He's a decent shooter, too, for sure. Yeah, decent shooter. He did very well uh, shooting Westbrook's face during the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, he I went don't off really, on one of those games. I don't really want to talk about that too much. <laughs> he was good. Westbrook got him. He locked <laughs> him down. <laughs> and then we lost in and, game And six. then you woke up. I didn't wake up. <laughs> I told you already. We, as far as I'm concerned, we won the championship this past June. I don't care what anyone says. Um. Okay, you can't lie, but my situation's worse when my second best player on my team, the Rockets, obviously, gets hurt. And would you? Can you say that? I mean, of course, James won the MVP this year, and I'm not saying James definitely isn't. Or I'm not saying that James isn't one of the greatest shooting guards, even though he's so young, but one of the greatest shooting guards that we have ever seen, right? He's for sure going to go to the Hall of Fame. No doubt. No doubt. First ballot Hall of Famer. But with that said, Chris Paul is out, and they instantly start losing. Yep. Is Chris Paul really the second option, or is he the first? And I'm, I'm going to say this to you right now. You know, we're talking about a point guard. We're talking about point guards in general, what makes a point guard. But, you know, this is relevant. Chris Paul, is he the first option, you being a, a Houston fan? Yeah, uh, he's the second option. But You really believe that he's the second here's, option? Here's why he's the second option. Okay. It's not necessarily that he's the second best player. Uh-huh. He's the second option. I mean, when it comes to scoring option, hardness first. For sure. No, you're right. So that's more what I mean when yeah. I say he's second option. Yeah. Player-wise, they're both... I mean, right there. In the sense that, obviously, CP3 has a couple things over him. He's got defense. Uh, I would say overall, offensively and scoring-wise, James Harden's better. But when you factor in the fact that CP3 is also a really good scorer and also a very good offensive player, but then he throws in that pretty really good defensive game, especially for a point guard, probably one of the best ones playing right now, that definitely boost up that CP3. I don't know. I feel like CP3 and James Harden have this really this special connection on their team that really neither one of them takes the cake on the team. You know what I mean? Like, they share the success, and they're both – somehow they're both the guys. You know what I mean? It's right. not like one guy takes the crown and goes, this is my team. They, they're, they you know, they're a great team. They just well, – okay. They play well together. And that, and you know what? Every time I think about it, 
it's like it's like wow like Chris Paul it's basically what you just said right now kind of where it's they've done so so good together yep and on their first year man from the get go it wasn't a slow process no they were on the top as soon as they got at it and it never seemed like oh he seems like he's got a big ego or whatever you know someone seems like their mentality is getting in the way of someone else it was always like all right let's see how this goes and from there on it's almost looking at it like you're looking for somebody to mess up and as time went you're like huh they're not going to <laughs> yeah they're not going to like it's it's really getting close to the end and they're nothing's messing up so far and, and both of them were injured for an extended period of time at one point came back no problems jump right back in yeah jump right back and pick up right where they left it's almost like they were meant to play with each other yeah i mean it just and the thing is you'll see one of them chew the other one out too at times they (laughs) they will james james slapping chris they'll be straightforward about what they think like about the about what's going on and both of them are able to take it you know what i mean and that's key to their and to me that relationship between those two how they're able to gel together in that team is a huge part of their success but I will say this success I will say this a lot of that is because of Chris Paul catering to that team and I don't mean that in a bad way I mean that in the most positive way ever is that he does not have a big head he knows what that team is going to provide him and he knows how to utilize all of the tools on that team including James so shout out, shout out to CP3. One of our, uh, we said it, we said it from the get go that we're gonna be talking about uh, Chris Paul. A lot. But actually, um, with that said, uh, I just let me just put this snippet in because I just think it's it's interesting. It probably really isn't, but I was just thinking about it with uh, James and Chris Paul. They're both a product of failed super teams. I guess you could say James with Dwight, and then. Uh, Chris Paul with uh, with DeAndre and Blake, and then they came together and just chilled right yeah. in there, right from get go once again. But we've already said that. I just thought that was interesting. But that is interesting too because both of them, the two teams, didn't gel like they should. They had good and success, but did. it couldn't take it all the way. It's almost like they both saw what needed to happen, so they joined forces and made it happen. Right, which is interesting. It is. So, so something we definitely have to address because probably a lot of you Warriors fans, especially and like a lot of fans of uh, other point guards that are really good in the NBA, probably are losing your minds right now that the fact that we said CP3 is the best point guard in the league, and that is how in the world could you say Steph Curry is not the best point guard in the league? Yeah, and with with, with that, Steph is nowhere near one of my favorite point guards. Is he one of the greatest players ever? Yes. One of the greatest shooters ever? Yes. Uh, To me, I really think that he's more of a shooting guard than a point. I mean, the real point of that team, the real point guard of that team um, is Draymond to me. now that's not to say that Curry doesn't have any like court vision or anything because yeah. he does. He does have some good court vision and stuff, but his main thing is shooting. And I'm not saying he's a trash point guard at all. Not by any means. No, not by any means. And it works for their system. So yeah, 
the biggest thing is you just got to straighten it out when we're talking about best point guards. We're talking about who best fulfills that position. I'm not going to get into who I think is a better player out of them two because I'll be talking all night. <laughs> but let's just let's just leave it at just because we say that they're better at a certain position doesn't mean I think they're a better player. Also doesn't mean I think they're a worse player. So and I'm, and, and I've you know already what? Said just it. keep it in your mind. I've already said it, and I'm, I'm going to stay keeping it short. Steph is great. I don't really think that he is one of the best point guards, but I do think he's one of the greatest players ever, and I think that he's more of a shooting guard, if anything. Right. But um, So I had you pop three. Let me pop three real quick because okay. I don't have Ricky Rubio in there. I do I do think Rubio's good, Okay. but I don't have him in my three. My my first three that come to mind are CP3, yeah. Rajon Rondo, yep. Kyrie Irving. Okay. I think Kyrie, yes, he's really well known for his handles, obviously, and he's also a really good shooter, no doubt about that. But I think he's also got a phenomenal IQ, and that's a lot of the reason why he helped that younger team have so much success, just in the fact that they had somebody that led the floor. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to come out as I'm coming at Isaiah Thomas because I feel like I do all the time, and people are gonna start calling me a major hater. I don't hate Isaiah Thomas. He's not one of my favorite players, but I don't hate him by any means. I, uh, he's, I'm fine with him. I just believe that he, very similar like to Steph Curry in that year that he was really good, he was a super good shooter. He's a really good shooter and he was good at scoring. He had what, 28 points per game that year on Boston? I think it was 20 somewhere between 26 and 28 yeah it was i think it was around 28 yeah. yeah so he was really good at scoring and stuff but i feel like he didn't have the same iq that Kyrie has obviously a lot of that system had to do with or that system a lot of that had to do with brad stevens system i feel like mm-hmm. not saying that uh isaiah thomas isn't good he is. In fact, in that 2016-2017 season, he's one of my. He was one of my favorite point guards. 2017-2018 season is a whole different story as far as how I feel about it. I mean, he didn't have all that much of a of a chance to showcase uh, his abilities. But with that said, he was still kind of injured, you know. Right. And he still says that he's going to prove it this year again. A slow grind. That's so, what he says. You know, we'll see. I I don't see it coming. But he is on Denver now. And that's a that's a good looking that's team. That's a that's so, that's a perfect position. Yeah. It's very similar. It's a good to, place to go get yourself straightened back out. And you know what? That's what I thought about him going on the Lakers at first. It was like this is a young team with great young players, and he can he can make himself look great with a bunch of young talent helping him on the way offensively. You know, and but I feel the same way about Denver. Uh, that bunch of young, great, great young guys that he can give that veteran knowledge to, and then he can go out there and score it, and maybe make them a playoff team. Yeah, I think if he could get better at being an actual, like being what the point guard position needs to be, being a better floor general and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that could be hugely beneficial to him and his game, and obviously to whatever team he's on. Yeah, God, uh, that, that's where I feel like Kyrie filled that more than yeah. he did. And I IT is clearly a good passer, but he's just more I mean you we all know that his mind is on scoring. Yep. So he's I'm a scorer. Yeah. And he's 
really short, <laughs> which is probably a lot of the reason why he played point guard. But he's another one where I really thought he could play two guard if he was a little taller. Yeah. Because he's a really good shooter. I mean, why not? So, I mean, I mean, uh. I still could. Yeah, I mean, Allen Iverson did it. Yeah, exactly. So. But, you know. AI was six Who knows? Wait. Right? I'm giving him. I'm, I'm giving him a little bit of a chance this year. I, I'll give him a shot. If he, if he says he's going to come out and be a lot better, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm never against seeing a player improve, even if they're not one of my favorite players in the league. I love seeing player improvement. I mean, <clears throat> I was loving what happened with Victor Oladipo this year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, just to see a player pick up and fly like that, you know, and all of a sudden it's exciting. Break out. It's awesome. It's awesome yeah. to see. So I'd love to see that from Isaiah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But with with Kai, um I will say this about Kai. One of the great I'm not gonna do that again. I've done that like twice now. <laughs> but yeah, he is a great point guard. Um I don't have to continue on putting emphasis on how great a point guard is. But he is a great point guard. Um and man, I now I'm kind of looking at it like, why didn't I put him at my top three? Because he did make that Boston team great, mm-hmm. but also that's once again that Brad Stevens system, where they would have been not good without him. But clearly, they they did well without him. Right. You know, I don't think that they would have been the seed that they were, but they would have made the playoffs regardless. Um, um, I'm not gonna lie. I think if Kyrie's in that get in that series against Cleveland, they win. I can see it. I, I feel like it went seven games. I feel like he was that piece they were missing to go all the way. Mm. Now, yeah, you could make an argument that hey, they still made the playoffs. They still were good in the playoffs even without Kyrie. A lot of that had to do with Tatum, just because Tatum came out Arrow's here. amazing he just picked it up yeah scary Terry yeah but especially Tatum at the forefront like he just he just broke out into an unbelievable like he was playing at a veteran level that Celtics team was amazing to see that Celtics team was like lights out with three pointers during that Bucks uh, series yeah they are doing very well at the three but um so I wanted to uh, get to this a little bit earlier, but Rondo, Lakers, man, uh, how do you feel like he's going to do, him being the point guard that he is, how do you feel like he's going to do with the pieces that he has? He's got Braun. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that JaVale's one of the best players on there, but he's he's a very, very good uh, center. Yep. He, I... can, he can catch. He's, he's good at uh, getting the oops. You know, he's a good rebounder. He can score, you know? I feel like Rondo definitely thrived <laughs> having Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. For sure. Uh, talk about assist, automatic assist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's going to get that opportunity again with Bron and JaVale and, like, that team. Uh, the only thing is, most likely he's coming off the bench, which... I still don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I honestly don't want to get into it yet because I just feel like that's a long conversation. Because I feel like Lonzo is one of those up-and-coming guys that's going to be a really good point guard. Yeah. Uh, he's a great. He's got good vision. What? Uh, oh, my could, gosh. His vision, dude. So many people. And this is the thing. I didn't 
I wasn't on the Lonzo train at the beginning. I'm still not. I wouldn't still. I still wouldn't say I'm fully on the Lonzo train. But the thing is, like a lot of people are always crying about his shooting. He can't shoot. He can't shoot. His shooting was off. Which got better. But he's still. It, it got better. But he's still the whole time was still really good at point guard. He was a great facilitator. And that's honestly what they need more so than the shooting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that LeBron's joining the team, it would definitely be beneficial if he could shoot better because LeBron works really well with shooters. So if he could pick up on the shooting, keep getting better, that'd be great. But uh, honestly, I I like the way Lonzo was playing. I don't mind the fact that he wasn't getting a ton of points on shooting. You know what I mean? I I like to see a guy come out and be able to uh, facilitate the ball. I think with what happened with you as far as your feelings with Lonzo... I feel like it's what happened with most people is like they didn't hate Lonzo, they hated the hype yep. on Lonzo, you know. Which Lakers fans are known for doing that. Yeah. They do that with every person they get. <laughs> they do that with every I, I can say this by the way and not be a hater because I used to be a Lakers fan when Kobe was on the team. Because I was a Kobe fan the way people are LeBron fans now. And whatever team Kobe was on was the team I was gonna be a fan of. It didn't matter just happened to be the Lakers forever <laughs> but uh so I can say that knowing it from experience that that's the way that we've always been and that part of that I think is just because it's an LA Los Angeles team it's a huge city a big deal for them to be good and Los Angeles is a very unforgiving city if your team's not good for like one or two years they're done with you already your yeah. ticket sales are going to drop <clears throat> uh, Florida's the same way kind of those are two states. Anyway, I'm getting off track with that. <laughs> Let's talk about ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's the topic for today. <laughs> Nothing more fun than talking about NBA ticket sales. But yeah, with, with Rondo, man, I, I really want to see him in Braun. I want to. I don't think that they'll do this at all. Maybe by chance, but I don't, I don't really think that they'll do this at all. But I want to see. I want to see like Lance, Braun. Uh, who else? Lance, Braun, Rondo, of course. I mean, they could put Lonzo on there. Um, I don't think Lonzo and Rondo will ever be on the floor at the same time very much. Yeah, but Lonzo could play. Lonzo could play shooting guard. guard, But he's gonna have to get way better at shooting before he does that. Because I I was just seeing something the other day where it's like Braun is uh he's getting bigger or something like that, or he's just. He's improving his strength as as if it's right. not already crazy. Yeah, but um, to play that center position, have have Ingram play uh, either power forward or small forward, something like that. But in that case, then you could have like Lonzo at two guard, Rondo at um at point, and then have uh, Lance, I guess, at small forward. But um. that said that'd be interesting I don't know I would I'm weird and I just I in my mind I'm I'm envisioning just Rondo running the floor with Braun all of them passing the ball like crazy Lance will probably turn it over um trying to do something fancy but <laughs> I just I would I, I'm really excited to see what uh Rondo will do with something like like Ingram like Kuzma you know it's very exciting. Honest, honestly, I'm I'm kind of excited just to see how the Lakers team 
how they use all this that they have now. How they mesh together. Uh, it'll be very interesting to watch, even not being a Lakers fan anymore. I still have a special place for them. I mean, they were Kobe's team. Uh, speaking of that, happy birthday to the GOAT himself, Kobe Bryant. I mean, come on. It's his birthday today. Happy 40th birthday. He still looks like he could go out there and drop 81 today. <laughs> I was I opinion. was really hoping that he would come out of retirement and get one more ring with Braun. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. But yeah, happy birthday and much respect to my favorite player. I, I posted this on my Instagram too. Uh, by the way, my Instagram is Casey Point Four Podcast. I think it's at Casey at K A S E Y P F Podcast. That's my Twitter handle. You're terrible plugging in the the, the, uh, the Instagram in the middle of the podcast still. Well, I had to. I mean, I, I had to throw so that you in gotta there do I'm that talking about end. my tweet. Yeah. I'm talking about my tweet. Yeah, you're right. I did tweet about Kobe's 40th birthday, of course. Happy birthday, Kobe. He's my favorite player. He was my favorite player growing up, and he's the man that made me fall in love with basketball. So huge, huge respect to him. By the way, we're recording this on August 23rd, just in case... I don't publish it on time, <laughs> and you're all listening to this on August 25th, and you check online, and you go, Kobe's birthday, and you see August 23rd, and you go, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I do know my favorite player's birthday. So, so once again, shout out, Kobe. Happy birthday. Um, all right. I, I brought up Ricky Rubio earlier. That Utah team, he does such a great job facilitating Joe Ingles, uh, Jay Crowder when he came in. Um, of course, Donovan Mitchell. Ricky Rubio is doing a very well job playing that uh, that one guard position over in Utah. Do, how big of a piece do you feel like he is to that Utah team? I feel like he's more of a part of it than he's ever going to get credit for. Mm-hmm. And that's just the fact that Mitchell's on the team right. and Gobert's on the team. Yeah. So it, it's going to be really easy to oversee that. And, and that's the not, same reason Ray John Rondo. He's not Rondo a big offense. Over- He's not yeah, a big no. offensive star. He's not a huge scorer. He's not going to go out there and drop 40 points a night. Uh, and that's the same thing that Rondo gets, too. Rondo gets overlooked, too. A lot of point guards that do their job well get overlooked. And there's, as long as they're okay with being cool with that. Besides us, who else is really talking about Rondo? You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of other, like, actual... I mean, we're a bunch of... Uh, phony analyst but the real analyst <laughs> of course yeah we're wannabe analysts but of course uh the real analysts probably will talk about rondo every once in a while but For as sure. far as us phony our wannabe analysts we're probably one of the only ones that actually talk about rondo and, and are like analyzing his game yeah and, and actually you know like rondo i love you know. to watch a good point guard and and also on twitter again I'm not going to say my handle again because it's going to kill me. <laughs> but I did post a lot of stuff about that during NBA Handles Week, too. Because NBA Handles Week was awesome. I like didn't watch that, any I of that. Was, You didn't watch any of that? Oh, man, you missed that. out. I was in love with NBA, NBA Handles Week because it was so awesome getting to see all the point guards that were on there and seeing how they facilitated the ball and just some of the court vision. God, so good. It was basically the best handles highlights of this season this last season uh, and of course Chris Paul's on there yeah Kyrie Irving on there Steph's on there and there's some it's not it wasn't just point guards obviously but you know what I mean it, it was some great stuff to watch and uh, 
I enjoyed that quite a bit. That was a very, very fun thing to watch. And I enjoy watching that in a game as well. So Kai had had like a lot of highlight ball, ball handling plays this he year. Did. He had a ton. Especially the one that sticks out to me, and I feel like is engraved in engraved into my mind how many times they've played it just everywhere now. Me talking about the NBA. Uh-huh. Um how many times they've showed it off is Kai doing that spin move and then laying it up yeah. with Malcolm Brogdon and I forget who else was guarding him, but it was when he was playing against the Bucks. Um, that play was incredible. Yeah, I, I watched that live and I was like I actually wanted the Bucks to win because it, I'm not always going for the underdog, but sometimes I'm like, all right, I want to, I want to see the underdogs win. Oh. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, good defense, Brogdon. Yeah, rookie of the year. And then Kai spun, and then made it. And I was like, well, I guess I know who's gonna win this game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he judged it off for one play. <laughs> but they did win. That's true. They did win. So it's not like you were wrong, I guess. I mean, I was still rooting for them. I didn't instantly switch, but. Um, yeah, Kai is a great point guard. But that was um, pretty fun to watch that Boston team anyway. Yeah, it was. It was. But yeah, I mean, you you got a lot of good point guards out there, and it, I'm I'll just tell anybody that hasn't got a chance to watch a game and focus like on the point guard or focus on the ball facilitating. Take one game, just take one game, and make your main focus to see how whoever's facilitating how they facilitate. Watch and analyze that. Maybe you, on both sides or just take one guy, whatever. When you know that point guard too, you it's it's funny to me because you almost see what they see. Like you'll see yeah. somebody cutting. I mean, of course you're on the TV or you're on the TV. You're watching the TV <laughs> and you you see literally everything. You're seeing things that the players can't see. Right. So you're co- you're basically a couch point guard. But, you know. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> potato chip eating couch point guard. <laughs> One of the best to ever do it out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah! Why did he pass that? He had an open play right there. Yeah, dude, you're watching yeah. it on the 90 flat screen TV. He could have ooped it. <laughs> that was, he messed up the whole play. He ruined it. He ruined He's it. He's trash. I can do this. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, man, who is this? Who is he? He is trash. Let's trade him right now. Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton. No! <laughs> I knew you were going there. Raymond Felton. Oh, God. That's I'm, so funny. If Raymond Felton ever hears about this somehow, I apologize. Because we really just have gone in on you every every episode, it feels like. so. <laughs> Listen, Raymond, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying you're a bad player. I just don't want you on the Thunder anymore. That's it. I'm not saying you're a bad player. I just don't want you just, on the Thunder it's anymore. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Um, right to the point. But, right to the point. Straight forward. Stop it. I'm sorry. Stop it. I, stop I do it. this every episode. You I need one. You always, you always need one. All right, we're getting super off track, but... <laughs> We also do that every time. We've done that probably we, like four times. Every our, time. Our motto is straightforward and right to the point. And we've probably got off topic. And just instead of talking about the point guard on that team, we just talked about the whole team and how great Jason Tatum or someone is. Yeah. Our, um, but, yeah. Um, who is your top three that you said for your point guards? I had uh, Chris Paul, Reginald Rondo, Kyrie. Those were the first three that came in my mind. Kyrie I have over Rondo. Just 
not because <sighs> this is a tough one because Kyrie actually has something to show for it more than all three of those but I feel like Rondo could have the opportunity to if he got on the right team but that's why I put Irving over him but it's barely so yeah. Um, Remember, again, Irving is a way better player than Rondo is, in my opinion. So so with that... But as point guards come, they're really close. So with there's, that, there's where your difference is there. On this... Uh, we've got a couple, couple of minutes left. And uh, what just came into my mind is... Can you really quick think of a underrated point guard and I'll do so as well I mean I, I kind of in my top three is Ricky Rubio which I guess you could say he's an underrated point he guard would as, as, as long as or as well with uh, Rondo but you know any other ones <clears throat> yeah that's tough because Rondo is the very one that comes to my head right away right for me but uh, one that's not already in your list man in your top three list <clears throat> Wow, uh, part of me wants to say Kemba. Honestly, I oh, that's good. <laughs> I really like Kemba. I think he's a lot better than he gets a lot of credit for. A lot of that has to do with the fact that he doesn't have a good, very good team. But uh, I don't know. I feel like he's had quite a bit of decent success on a not very good team. He's put very good numbers up. He's a pretty good facilitator himself. Uh, I'd say for for me, that's up there. On uh, one of my, one of mine for sure. Mm. I uh, I can see that too. You know, Kimba has had a lot of uh, of solo su- success, and that's not because he's a selfish point guard. It's because he has to take up that much work on that team. Yeah, that's, he, hasn't that's, had, he hasn't had the pieces. I mean, and you know what? It's sad that he's not going to be able to. Uh, really show off what he has in the playoffs this I mean who knows what's gonna happen this upcoming season but realistically thinking how it seems right now they're not gonna be in playoff contention I mean they really weren't last year either even with adding Dwight but it seemed like they still might have a chance right um hey while we're on the topic of Hornets just before you hit yours up yeah I mean, how can you go without talking about how can you go talking about great point guards without bringing up Tony Parker? Oh yeah. I mean, come on. Let's just say he's a great. He's another phenomenal uh, picture of what that's supposed to be. How, and do you think he's, he's going to do well player on the Hornets? That, I mean, he's old. Yeah. I think he'll, I think he'll benefit. They they will benefit from having him there just because of his veteran experience. But other than that, I don't, I don't know. What would be weird to me is if he gets traded, and if he does get traded, I hope it's not to just some random team. I I really hope if he does get traded, it's something similar like with what happened to uh, Dwayne Wade, and he just you know gets traded to the team that he should be rightfully. Mm. Um, but he was another one too, where I feel like he gets overlooked more than anybody on those championship teams that he was a part of. Not in San Antonio, though. Everyone loves him in San Antonio. They love him in San Antonio, yeah. But when it comes to, like, getting the credit, he definitely didn't get as much as, like, those other guys did. Tim Duncan and all them. So, uh... But uh, you're underrated. Come on. Me? Yeah, you're underrated. I did terrible today. I had probably, like... No, you're underrated point guard. I'm sorry, but... Wait, what? 
You forgot to say you're an underrated point guard. Me? Which one? Yeah. Am I an underrated point guard? I know what yeah. you're saying. I'm kind of I'm kind <laughs> of confused. confused. <laughs> it's it's late. We're still tired. We both haven't ate dinner it yet. Worked. Um, but um, so mines would be John Wall. Mm. Uh, he makes that Washington team. Good one. He makes that Washington team. Um, ooh, that's mm. funny that we we talked about the Hornets and then Dwight went to the yeah. to the Wizards. Man, he's another one that I'd love to see him get something for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could. I really would like. John Wall was like he thinks that he's just as, that the Wizards are just as good as any other team in the East. I don't agree with that, but I do. He's got to show it. <laughs> yeah, he's got to show it, but it's not like it's it's like Lavar when he was talking about Lonzo before Lonzo got to the league. It's like, all right, yeah, he's good in college, but I really want to see what he's going to do when he gets to the NBA. Right. Um, Wizards have a great team. They just need to get over. Yeah, and it's with what John Wall said. It's like. Yeah, you guys are good, but, like, let, let me actually see it first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They got Jeff Green, too, who Jeff Green did very, very well on the Cavs and playing with Braun. He did. Um, he, he did. He was one of the few role players that fulfilled that role-playing spot. Yeah, Jeff Green well didn't get with, much, with he Braun. did not get much credit for that. No, he didn't at all. Um, Ronnie Hood did very well at the end, too. Um, yes, uh, he actually hasn't got signed yet. That's weird. Jordan Clarkson was balling. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not. I don't want to. Oh, I'm sorry, Jordan. But um, John Wall, oh, he's got Dwight now. He did great with Marchin, which is funny because Marchin and Dwight played with each other on that Magic team when they went mm. to the finals. Um, Lost to Kobe, though. Uh, yep. But... Uh, I hope. Well, you know what, Dwight isn't. He doesn't like the pick and roll though, and that's really a lot of where March and John Wall, their connection was at. So yeah, I don't. It's gonna be really interesting to see how that team works out. I don't know how much Dwight's gonna help them. They got egos over there in Washington too. Yeah. You know that, and I, that's and that's and probably that's where the worst. when you add Dwight in there, yeah, that don't get much better. Yeah. No. Uh, We'll see how that goes. They, I think they have potential to be really good. John Wall's a good enough point guard to where they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And Dwight had – I didn't really watch that Atlanta series when uh, Dwight was there. I think they actually went against the Wizards. Um, I don't I don't know for sure, though. I think that was the first round. I think I heard that Dwight didn't do very well. But um, I'm looking forward to – Seeing Dwight in the playoffs, hopefully, I'm I'm assuming that the Wizards will make it. Um, but I I know John Wall is going to give him his all. He looks like he believes it. I just hope the rest of the team believes it because he can facilitate that ball. Um, one of the best ball handlers, one of the best passers, and he's a very good defender as well. And he's probably the fastest guy. Right behind Westbrook. In the right now. He's so fast. Right behind Westbrook. I think Westbrook's the top fastest point guard. Do you disagree with that? I think Wall might be faster. No. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but with I, all that... I know Wall's rated the fastest in 2K. Is he? I think so. I got to talk with 2K. <laughs> um, all right, Ronnie. <laughs> I disagree. Wait, who doesn't have at least one thing that they disagree with Ronnie 2K on? Man, they just trashed him on 
the 2K games, like the, the you know, the cutscenes. Yeah. Or like you could text Ronnie, and you could be like, "Hey, I'm busy right now. I don't want to hang." It's hilarious. Which is what I push every time. <laughs> Shout out uh, 2K, sponsor us one day. Yes, um, please. And hey, 2K19, you know I'm gonna be playing that shit. For sure. Eventually. Me too. When I have money. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Just <laughs> hey, sponsors. We're setting up a GoFundMe hey. right now. Hey, sponsors. Lee and Casey need a 2K game. Okay. Hey, sponsors. We're here. <laughs> We're ready. Whenever you want. We're this open. Well put together show. Right. Get in here. What? what? We'll <laughs> no, def- this- we will definitely make sure we don't forget to plug you. And I will definitely not plug my Twitter handle when I'm supposed to be plugging the business. <laughs> uh, but with with all that said, man, uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I know we got off track a little bit. Once again, that's not really that goes very against our motto. But at the end of the day, this isn't this isn't about the the motto or our catchphrase or however you want to put it. This is about us putting out content, and you know we really hope that you guys enjoy it. Um, and it's just about the love for the game of basketball. Love man. the game for basketball. Love for it sure. so much we can't shut up about it. Yeah, we can. But <laughs> sometimes I get mad when, when uh, how I diffuse my uh, my anger when it comes to basketball is just continuing to think about basketball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I'm gonna go home and think about every single play tonight, and it's just a pickup game. I mean, come on. <laughs> I feel you. Does it get more obsessed than that? But um. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys have a great time, great night, great day, great morning. Whenever you're listening to this, um, this has been Lee and my co-host Casey, presented by Legends Way. And, as uh, usual. As usual. Um, until next guy, next time. I, I messed that up. I'm so terrible. That's all right though. We're not gonna get any sponsors. <laughs> it's all about the money. Ah, you know that's why we started this. No, no, no we're not gonna make. If we make any money off of this, it's not gonna be much. Yeah, exactly. And if we do, it's gonna be like, oh, cool. Yeah. You know, because honestly, we didn't do any of this for. You know, we just love the game of basketball, and we hope we can find people. We want to share our as as ideas. That's really the point of this. And we yeah. wanna, and we, we want to hear yours too. So yeah. please send us feedback. Send us feedback. Send us feedback. Point Forward Podcast is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that all that stuff. I'm going to put the handles in the description of this video so you guys can go check us out too. And we'd love to hear your feedback, what you think about the podcast, what you think about the topics we disagree with. Even oh, if yeah. you want to get on there and rant about how Casey and Lee are both complete utter morons, I don't disagree with. I mean, I don't hey. agree with anything they say. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And- Please connect with us on our Instagram. Uh, that's probably the best place to to, uh, to connect yeah. with us. At Point Forward Podcast. That's just that's it. No, yeah. no slash under slash under. None of that crap. It's but just Point Forward like Podcast. Said, Easy you can to find. find us on basically any social media site. But um, we meet at this time, guys. We're we're going. We're going. We're going <laughs> home. We're gonna go eat and stuff. Yep. We we're love you hungry. all, though. We love you all. And yeah, thank you we so appreciate much for it, listening. guys. So uh, don't forget to uh, to share this with. Uh, if anybody else you think this that uh, that would enjoy this, it, it's it'd be a great help. We would really appreciate it. Um, so, alrighty, guys. Until next time. Until the next two weeks. Uh, hope you guys have a great time doing whatever you're doing. Hopefully, it's not too weird. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully, it involves something basketball. I won't make this linger too long. All right. See you guys. We are. Appreciate you. Until next time. This has been the Point Four Podcast. 
Peace out.